0: In today's episode, we're going to do something really cool. We're going to talk about how to ask God for really big things. Welcome to the God's Best for Your Life podcast with Greg and Sharon Fletcher. So hello, everybody. We are so glad to be with you today. We've got a really big podcast today. <laughs> yes we do. It, yes, we're going to have we're going we're going to be tackling a really big topic and I know that we are super excited. And so we're just going to get right into it.
1: That's right. Today we're going to be talking about asking God for big things in our prayer life. Uh, our main scripture today comes from Ephesians 3:20 20 through 21. It says now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever, Amen.
0: So, when you say ask God for big things, what kind of what do you mean by big?
1: Well, I I, I think um, I was raised in the church, been around church all my life, and uh, it wasn't until I was later in my life that I actually uh, came across the idea of praying and asking for God to meet things and specifics in my own life and, uh, giving that opportunity for God to glorify himself through my, through him meeting my needs. You know, I think, um, there are some ideas in the church that, uh, prayer needs to be, uh, this very liturgical thing or, uh, very far off things that it's not a personal, uh, God meeting our needs. And I think I want to really convey that, that prayer and, and uh, God meeting those needs is one way that God can glorify His name on the earth. And we can glorify Him by, by sharing that in our testimony, you know, with what God has been doing in our life.
0: So how, how, do, we, how do we help people understand what we consider big versus maybe too big? Is there too big? Is there, is there, is there, is there things that, you know, you might be demotivated to pray for, uh, because you think, well, there's just no way that that's going to happen versus like smaller things.
1: I I think that's a good question. Um, but I think in order for it to be clearly something that God has done for you, it kind of needs to be bigger than something you can do for yourself.
0: Well, yeah. Well, I mean, if we could just solve it, we would just go solve it.
1: Yeah. And honestly, that's what most people do.
0: Yeah, although I will say that there is a time in your spiritual maturity where you start losing, it's not that you lose confidence in yourself, but you start losing confidence in your ability to see everything. And so the you start giving God the smaller and the smaller and the smaller. Why? Because you want Him to to have His fingerprints on it.
1: Right, and I think that's, you know, the, like we've, we've talked about before, the prayer of submission, and that's where you're saying, Lord, I don't see everything. Show me what to do in this situation. But when it comes to our needs and things like that, and even our desires, because God has put specific desires in every human's heart and every believer has uh, has giftings and purposes that God yes, has placed in. Every there. one of them. Right. And if you aren't praying bigger bigger prayers than you can meet, you're not praying big enough prayers. Yeah,
0: and you're you're not setting yourself up to receive
1: Honestly, Very well. it, it it pleases God when He's our last, when He's our only option out. Yeah, when when we set ourselves up so that if He doesn't come through for us, we're gonna fa- we're gonna fail. If we if we're if we're basing it on the Word of God and we have God's will and God's word on it, He's okay with you leaning everything you got on it.
0: That or we're only gonna get what we could have got for ourselves anyway without Him.
1: Right, and and honestly, it doesn't give Him the glory. I mean, when when God sees someone being completely healed of cancer without any human intervention or even with um, the doctor saying well that'll never happen or i mean that happens quite a bit to be honest with you those dramatic healings where it it defies the medical medical community that gives god glory because that's something that humans couldn't do, and people have to face that and face. Well, maybe there really is a God.
0: Because I mean, that's the real. That's the point.
1: That is the point.
0: That is the whole point. Is yes. that that? And and that's why a lot of people don't really like Jesus <laughs> because they have to acknowledge their need. You sure,
1: know? absolutely, and and. God wants us to come to him every day with those with that list of things, Lord, I need your help with this. Because what we're doing is we're telling him, I don't have it all together, you do. And I'm trusting you. I'm leaning on you. He loves that. He wants to be that source for us. He wants to be uh there giving to us. He loves us. And it it means a lot to him when we come to him. I mean isn't that what it says in Hebrews 11:6? Six. 6. It mm-hmm. says um, that he who comes to God must first believe that he is and then he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Yeah. So when you're praying and you're asking for these big things, uh that's what you're doing. So let let's give a few examples of well, some of the things Well that before we, we might... do that,
0: can we go back through that Ephesians 3 a little bit? Sure, I'd like to sure. go back. It was it's a lot. It is. It, it, it's a it's a big sandwich there and I'd like to peel it back a little bit cuz I was just looking at it again, and I, I like that part that says, at right, the very beginning it says, now to Him, and by the way, if you, if you can get, grab your Bible, do it, uh, Ephesians three twenty 20 uh, through 21, uh, you can get your U you version Bible out on your phone or, or an old-school an old paper Bible, and uh, let's go through that. It says, now to Him, obviously it's talking about God, who is able to do far more abundantly beyond that we can ask or think. That alone, if we were to stop right there, is is so important because we're establishing God's character, and also that we can't conceive of what He can and, and wants to do.
1: Of how good He actually yeah. is. Yeah,
0: I mean, a, a far more abundantly beyond all that we can ask or think. And so, if you, I mean, I've I've gone to the Grand Canyon and I've seen how big and beyond it is. Right, it's a massive. Thing and, and when you stand before it or like to Hoover Dam or to, uh, to so the, so the world's largest buildings, like go to New York City, it's, it's, it's a really impressive. amazing, impressive place. This is saying that's all nothing. That's all chump change, you know, far above, far more abundantly b- beyond all that we can ask or think. That's just amazing to, to even conceptualize because mm-hmm. we have a tendency to limit ourselves on exactly what we can imagine or think.
1: Yeah, or, or, or we even tell God how he's yeah. going to do something. Here's
0: how you should do this, God. <laughs> I got this totally figured out.
1: Okay, God, here's what I need, but here's how I want you to do it.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: like he really needs our help. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> and then uh, it says, according to the power that works within us. No, it doesn't say our power. Mm. It's talking about the power of God that works inside us through the Holy Spirit.
1: Which is the same power, incidentally, that raised Jesus from the dead. Oh,
0: yeah, now you're getting into it. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: that's the same power that's working in you mm-hmm. and he wants to do the same thing and uh in some of the next podcasts we're going to do we're going to talk about God raising back up those dreams that have died yeah you know and so I think this is, this is a great verse for that as well because that power that's working within us wants to do amazing things. that's what it's there for you know and we can limit it by what we don't pray
0: and And the last section here says to him to God be the glory." In the church and in Jesus Christ, so it's it's kind of laying out what you were talking about. That you know, when we ask God for big things, things that are beyond our ability,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it's really about bringing Him glory.
1: It is. It is. That
0: doesn't mean that we're not supposed to have the big things, because that that religious piety can cause some people to believe that it's it's sinful to ask for a big thing. Right. Well, I just you know I just need. My needs met, or
1: I don't need. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, No, I get it. As opposed
0: to you know,
1: and we're gonna address that here in a little bit because I don't want to get ahead. Yeah, there is there is a line that you can't cross. But I think it's I think it's something to really to really illustrate here is that you glorify God when you allow Him to be good to you in your life. You know when when the blessings of God are evident to everyone around you, to your neighbors to the the other mothers in the checkout line at the grocery store when when they when they can see the goodness of God in your life. Now the, the caveat there is that you can't you can't take the credit for it. You have to give God the glory for it because it's his if he's doing it, mm-hmm. then you need to you need to have that the thankfulness in your heart and just say, you know what, God is just so good. God is so good to me. You know, someone comes up and says your kids are so well behaved, you know what, you can turn around and say, you know what, God is good. You know, God loves me. I God think, loves my kids. I really, I
0: really like that because I, too many times I've had somebody come up and and maybe compliment me or or say, "Hey, I heard about such and such," and it's sometimes it's hard to know how to respond. You know, mm-hmm. you you go. You, you've, I, I've had to learn how to say thank you. Yeah. You know, now it's it's better. It's better, I think, to give God glory for it when you can.
1: Yeah. Sometimes it's weird. Sometimes it's weird, yeah. <laughs> But you, you know what? If you listen to the Holy Spirit, he'll share that with you. Yeah. And sometimes it's just, you know, if someone says, oh, you know, because we've got some books and people say to us all the time, you know, your books really helped my my life and that really set me free in some things. And my response is always, every time, praise the Lord, you know, because I'm so thankful that he was able to use anything that we yeah. had anything to do with. W-
0: it's not about us. No, it isn't about no. us.
1: And and that's what all these prayers that's what I'm trying to get across to people is that it's not about us. It's not about us getting our needs met. It's about us proclaiming the goodness of God. Now, if if we are just barely getting by, can't pay our bills, are sick all the time, our kids are in jail, yeah. And we're going around, "Well, don't you want to be a Christian too?" I mean, no. <laughs> Not really, thanks.
0: It's, it's really a really great brochure. Yeah, for the, for the life of a believer. It's not
1: really. That's not going to make it on the brochure. No. You know that that's funny. Um, we uh, anyway. That that's funny. I can just imagine a brochure. Come come to Jesus. You too can be poor, sick, and decrepit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I, not. I don't see that in there.
1: I don't. I and I don't. That's not what Jesus died no, to give us. No, it doesn't.
0: No. I mean, I I can personally witness uh, that. You know, I can say that. You know, since I'm. Since I made Jesus Lord of my life 27 years ago, my life is infinitely better.
1: Absolutely. And I want people to know that it's okay and it glorifies God to ask for Him to bless you. Yeah. It, it, it glorifies God for you to, to, to receive what He has for you and everything that Jesus paid for you and then to give Him credit. Yeah. Because the world has been told that He is stingy and He is judgmental and that he wants you to burn.
0: Cosmic killjoy. Yes,
1: he's the cosmic killjoy, and he's just doling out his blessings as if he's a miser. Yeah. And that's not him at all.
0: Scrooge McSavior. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and he's, but he's put us here on this planet, and we have to receive all those things so that we can share all those things with everybody else and, and then give him credit for it and say, you know, you know who gave me this to give to you? My father in heaven, and he wants to be your father too, and he wants to meet your needs too.
0: So so the first point you were, you're really trying to drive across is that it has to be something more than you can do for yourself.
1: Yes. If it's not, then you're not paying pl- uh, praying big enough prayers. If, if if your prayer list doesn't go, well, that'll be God.
0: Yeah. I've had one of those.
1: <laughs> you want to tell I've us about I've had multiple
0: of those.
1: <laughs> you want to share one?
0: Well... This was early early, I'd say I was probably three or four years old than the Lord, and we were just learning about what it meant to to trust God and, and His word fully, you know and uh, we wanted we were living in an apartment, and uh, Sharon had just learned that she was pregnant with our second child, and uh, she started getting it in her mind she wanted to live in a house well, yeah, yeah and um and we we were lived on very uh, meager. Sub, uh, resources at that time, yeah. right? Very meager existence, I mean, right? There
1: were sometimes we didn't get dinner, mm-hmm.
0: and uh, and I remember you started that concept of okay, I'm going to go start looking at houses, and you got a realtor, and then the realtor started showing you houses, and uh, you took me to uh, it was half a duplex, and you're having me look at it, and and I remember uh, I was not faith man at the time.
1: Oh, my sister was living with us at the time. That's too. true.
0: Yes, <laughs> and uh, and we had Josh was was maybe six months old and, and, uh, and, you know, we were, it was tough. (laughs) And I just remember pulling up to that house and you were, you were all like, this is going to happen. And, and I was like, that'd be God. Yeah. You know? And uh, I didn't stay at that place. We eventually did kind of say, okay, we need to, we need to, we need to kind of do that. But yeah, I've had those moments where it was like, okay, if it was going to happen, it was absolutely going to be God.
1: And you know what? It was God. Because God did so many things for us to be able to have that house. Mm-hmm. Because we didn't have any money for a down payment. No,
0: He He solved all that. We
1: had no credit. We had, uh, we we needed so much, and and we only I think
0: had we a, I think we even got money that we bought carpet with, right? Yeah, yeah. We were able to carpet the house.
1: Yeah, with the carpet. money, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, and, oh, I,
0: it's because we didn't need. Uh, they gave us first month's mortgage oh, off, that's right. and we mm-hmm. took the money that we would usually apply to our rent. And bought carpet mm-hmm. because the, the house needed to do carpet really bad. It had yeah. a cat in it before we got there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but but you know what? It, it it Because we saw God do that, it it encouraged our faith. Yeah. And because we stepped out on that one place and we saw God faithful, then the next time we could believe for something else. Yeah, it did. Something a it, little bigger. Well, it
0: built, yeah, it built our faith up. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And you know what? It glorified God because I guarantee you every single person that walked into that house, we said... Guess what God did? Yeah. We, guess how God blessed yeah, us? Yeah,
0: we we didn't say guess what we did.
1: No, cuz we knew it wasn't us. Yeah. It was so it was so incredibly obvious yeah. that it was not us, that that we had no temptation to even take the credit for it. Yeah. So, so if you're not praying those big prayers, I w- I want to challenge the idea that praying for big things is selfish because glorifying God is not selfish. So,
0: so you're saying not praying for big things? Is that what you mean? Not not. I want going to challenge the that.
1: idea that if you're praying for oh, big things, oh, okay. it's All selfish. Right. I got you. I got so, you. So that's not the truth. Yeah. Next thing, um, we're going to talk about. Uh, we, we mentioned that, glor- that it glorifies God because it's obviously not in our ability. and um, But I, I want to also just kind of sow the idea that sometimes what we pray and what we ask for can be part of God's re- revealed heart for us and His purpose for us. But there might be some changes that He's going to require from us before we can fully receive. What he's called us to do, or the some, the some adjustments our there are. There are almost always are, at least in my experience. There's always been some sort of adjustment. Either either it's you and I have to get into agreement, or we have to somehow stay in peace. You know, so the two of you on Earth agree with uh, about anything that they may touch or ask.
0: Matthew eighteen nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Matthew
1: eighteen nineteen. We've mm-hmm. used that. We've used that scripture a couple times to receive different specific blessings that we've needed from God. But it's always an adjustment for us. And God uses those things to refine us, to help us to look more like Jesus. Yeah. You know, and... Some... Well,
0: because He's ultimately interested in in our in our character and... Absolutely. And where we end up and... Absolutely. ...how we represent ourselves and Him.
1: Absolutely. And sometimes that may take 5, 10, 15, tw- even 20 years to see fully accomplished yeah. because of the, the maturing that requires. And you know what? I hate to say this, but I mean, I don't hate to say this, but sometimes the bigger the prayers, the more changes we have to endure and we have to be okay with so that god can can uh can make us ready for what's in our heart i mean and the and the example from the Bible that that comes to my mind is Joseph. Do you remember you know he had these ideas and these dreams that he had, and he shared with his parents and his brothers about him being the the uh, being the stalk that rose above the other stalks, and everybody else bowed down yeah. to him. That and didn't
0: go over so well. Yeah,
1: yeah, because they understood what he was saying. Yeah. They're like, "What?" Well, they
0: they saw it at a shallow level. They, did. they didn't understand the heart behind it. No,
1: they didn't, and then they didn't understand God's heart. And it was God. Revealing. To be honest, I
0: don't think Joseph did either. I mean, he was going, "What does this mean?"
1: Right, exactly.
0: But there's another lesson in there. You should not do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't go around bragging. Yeah,
0: don't go around and go, "Hey,
1: guess who I am?" That's right. <laughs>
0: Don't do that. You'll
1: end up in the prison. Yeah. Or the pit. Okay, yeah,
0: you'll end up in a pit and <laughs> the, the moral of the story is not that you will become second in charge, right?
1: <laughs> That's not what you need walk no. away with. <laughs> but uh but but you know he he didn't understand fully, but that was God's dream. God did place those dreams in him. Yes. And he was desiring to see those things happen. Now, did he understand all of the path that he was going to have to walk through to the point to get to the point that when it did happen, he responded correctly.
0: Yeah, yeah. That that way, it didn't go into his head. Yeah. And he, I mean, if you see there where in uh, where Joseph, when he finally got to that position where he had the ability to crush his mm-hmm. brothers, yeah, and instead he had mercy.
1: Right, and that that that, that goes right back to um, your uh, your testimony of that time when we were in such financial need and you went outside and asked the Lord about what was going on. And he showed you that our marriage was like a broken table. Yeah. You know, that had one of the legs broken on. If you want to go into that, I think you've already shared that.
0: Well, it's in, it's uh, you can definitely read about it in our, in our book, powerful Peace. But basically, uh, you know, we were in a, we, again, we were in a very, uh, strenuous financial position for, for a while. And, uh, uh, Sharon encouraged me to seek the Lord and, uh, you did. I, and, I, uh,
1: you, I strongly I was, encouraged. Yeah, you strongly
0: encouraged me to go seek the Lord. I'm sorry though. And uh, and I went outside and just sat down on the steps, and God gave me a vision of a of like a, a shaker end table, you know, like one of those really tall, skinny ones, and it and it had a broken leg, and so it kind of wobbled. And God told me, He goes, "This is your marriage. Your marriage is kind of broke, and I can't lay my my blessing on it because." it would break the table and it would ruin the blessing, right? So the blessing would fall off the table and, and damage what God wanted to do. And, and so he, he, he set us on a path to learn about peace and, 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 and how the peace of Christ can really impact uh, your relationship mm-hmm. and, and, how, and what God wants to do in your life. So, right,
1: and that was God's will yeah. to bless us. Yes. But he was saying, "You look, I can't yet, but if you'll hang on and if you'll keep growing, and you keep listening and keep submitting to what I'm sharing with you, you'll get there. Yes. You know, so that's 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 how this that's how he works sometimes. You know, this goes back to James four three, where it says you ask and do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, so that you may spend it on your pleasures. So he's 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 Always listening to our prayers, helping us to refine them, and then wherever we uh, need a little bit of pruning, He's more than willing to do that because He loves us.
0: Now, now some people have taken this this scripture James four three and and taken it a little far, to mean like that God doesn't want you to have things that you want, mm. and and I don't I don't see it that way. I think God. It says elsewhere in the scripture that God gives you the desires of your heart. Yeah, and sometimes He'll use finances to do that, and sometimes He'll use people to give unto you. Oh, sure. And uh, and sometimes it's about you earning a living and then you know saving and and yeah. that, the satisfaction of purchasing that long desired thing or, or a place or a house or a car or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there are some people that would take that. You know, they take that. You ask with wrong motives. So, I think what we need to, to draw from that is God is very much interested in our motives and our in the structure. And the and the stability and, and the the state of our hearts. Because Absolutely. you know, it is not wrong for you to have money. It's wrong for money to have you.
1: Right. It's the love of money that is the root of all sorts of evil. Yeah. Actually, money is useful for the kingdom.
0: Yes, it is.
1: You have to pay people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you gotta pay the bills. You know, this podcast costs money. We, did, yeah. we did, you know microphones and electricity and,
1: right. and all those
0: things, right? But I think it's really important for to separate that right that you know in in itself the it says the love of money right. is the root of all evil right. and really money is just a symbol of power it's your it's your earthly power to affect change right is all money really is I mean it's just paper and metal and there's plenty of that out in the woods and in the ground but the but understanding that God doesn't want you to self-medicate. And and to be become your own god, just like Adam and Eve in the beginning. Sure, it said that you know the, the enemy lied to them and said that if they eat, that they will be like God. And so, power, money, a symbol being for power. God doesn't want you to be looking to your own hand and your own wealth mm-hmm. to affect change. He wants that intimate relationship with you,
1: mm-hmm. where
0: you're leaning on Him.
1: Well, and to be honest with you, I would I I believe that God wants the believers, the Christians, to have control over the media, over uh, all these areas that could affect positive change. Because right now we see it being abused and drawing people into evil and sin.
0: Yeah, they're glorifying
1: it. Right. So honestly, if if we can... um, if if we can submit to what God wants to do, then He can affect change through those areas and and bring many people to Christ. You know, I mean, I think there, there's like the Seven Hundred Club. There's just a lot of ministries out there that are on the air that are leading people to Christ, yeah, and that takes money. Yeah,
0: and and they're not using the tools of money and and uh, resources. They're using it, you know, correctly and right and with integrity. Right. Whereas some people, it's a license to to sin.
1: Yeah, it can't be your God, but it's a good servant. Welcome back. We are talking about asking God for big things in our prayer lives, and we are encouraging you to uh, take a little bit of an inventory right now um, on what's on your prayer list. And honestly, if you don't have an active prayer list going where you're daily lifting things up to the Lord, you're not as effective as you could be.
0: That's true. And you're missing out on his touch in so many areas, big and small.
1: Right. And, and, uh, some of the things that, you know, usually I'm very stream of consciousness when I pray or when I'm studying the word and, and, um, I, I try to, to, to listen to the Holy Spirit, you know, and, um, as I'm writing out my prayer lists or whatnot, I kind of listen to what, what, what motivates me, what resonates within deep within my heart and what, what makes my heart sing, what thoughts, you know, reverberate. Like usually it centers around, I start real small and then then get bigger as I go. Like I'll pray for myself and, and Lord, help me to, to, to understand your love better. God, help me just to be set free in, in these areas or those areas, Lord. And I just thank you for your word that, you, that you've given to me that sheds light in my heart and that you're always behind me and telling me this is the way to walk in it. And in life, and uh, and then I go outside of that to my marriage, and I just listen to the, to the Holy Spirit, and just start to to resonate back to Him the prayers that He's already put in my heart, because He's depositing things in there all all the time. And as we as He'll He'll show us a need, and then as we reflect that back to Him using the Word of God, then we're agreeing with Him, and then He has permission. Uh, to work through us and for us and in us to for to affect change in this world and that's what he that's what he's waiting to do you know and so then I start moving out from there to my children and and to their friends and to the schools and then the and then my husband's work and then just you know just as and then this is just a constant conversation all day long so that whenever I see anybody and I see a need i'm I'm addressing that immediately because sometimes you know you don't have the time to, to stop and make a formal prayer, you know, but your list should be a reflection of the things that are going on right now in your life and that need some uh, a, a specific uh, power from the Holy Spirit because He wants to work in there. He wants you to have a testimony because if you look over in Revelation twelve eleven, it says, And they o- overcame Him, the devil, because of the blood of the Lamb and because of the word of their testimony. And they did not love their life even when faced with death. So that testimony is what we have as a response to God's answered prayer in our life.
0: And it says that that's how they defeated him. Yes,
1: exactly. So it's that testimony. And
0: too many people feel like, you know, if the devil shows up that they're powerless, right? You know, Hollywood's doing a great job of giving the devil way more teeth than he actually has.
1: Yeah, he's been disarmed. That's what the word says. He's literally disarmed. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a, a gummy lion. So
0: back to your list for a second. So uh-huh. you you're saying you don't really have like a formal list, although I've, I've I, have, I I have, know that's I have not a really formal true. list,
1: But like some some things, like if I'm driving, because you're I can't. A, you're a
0: collector of notebooks. Yes, I and am. and I see them everywhere. <laughs> she'll 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 go to Walmart and she'll buy one of those ten packs of spiral round <laughs> notebooks, and uh, the. They don't stay in the package very long, no. and then I find them everywhere in the house. and i I try not to read them. I try to be respectful. I don't care. i I know, but I try to be respectful, but occasionally one will be laying there, and it's, you know it's it's begging to be read. <laughs> so uh, and they're forever uh, prayer lists, you yeah, know things, lot of them. I guess, and maybe it's things that you were praying about. I know maybe sometimes you that you wrote them down after you were praying.
1: Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it it depends. Sometimes you start off with a prayer list, and then it turns into a Bible study, because sometimes you don't know how to pray. You know, I mean, um, Greg and I have uh, received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and also pray in tongues, and they're, because that's important, and we, we'll get into that another time about when and why that why that was a, an amazing gift from from God yeah, for the church because it is. it is a power gift for sure it's like it's like dynamite.
0: It, it is a fascinating topic. Let's let's yeah, stay well, away from it, right there, yeah. we will we <laughs> will look we will do that next in the next few.
1: Yes, we'll talk but, about that. But um, but sometimes he'll he'll I'll start praying about something and then he'll he'll quicken my spirit that you know what you need a little more understanding on this before you continue to pray. So then he'll have me study a scripture or um, go into the Blue Letter Bible. Uh, we we we've talked about before where you can find out what the Greek or the Hebrew means, and
0: which is helpful. It is
1: really helpful. If and
0: if you it, can't get to the Blue Letter Bible, which is an app and a website uh, for, that you can search, you can also use the Amplified Bible. Yeah,
1: Amplified is great too. I mean, there's a lot of resources out there, and especially, I mean, what an amazing time we live in to have all these resources. Yeah, for, for, for those believers. of you who
0: use the the U version Bible on on your phone, uh, you, you know the Amplified Bible is in there, and uh, we do recommend that for. Study. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it'll have like a lot of synonyms and breakouts of the Greek and the Hebrew. Uh, if you're wanting to know more about one particular scripture, let's say that scripture sings and you know it pops off the page or yeah, sings in your that's heart. That's the
1: Holy Spirit.
0: Yeah, then it's really good. Another good resource is to go on the web is to go to bible.cc, and you can look up that scripture and it'll show you that one verse. It'll show you that one verse in like twenty different.
1: That's also really translations. helpful. Yeah. yeah, I mean. So, so whenever whenever you're studying or whenever you're praying and the Holy Spirit brings a scripture and sometimes he'll bring me a question. You know, he'll say, like, Well, what do you mean by that? Or or what, what do you what do you think about this? And so I'll have to go look it up, you know, and, and then it'll start a study, and then I'll be able to pray with even more power. It's like sharpening your sword. Yeah. You know. So I do you do have specific lists, but there are times that you're driving and you see someone stranded on the side of the road. Or you see someone pulled over, or every time we see an ambulance, everyone in our pr- in our car stops yeah, and we a, say a prayer. Yeah, that, you know, that, for that's that kind of a thing
0: we've started with.
1: I'm, I'm, a lot of people do that, yeah. and yes, please do that because if that's ever me, I want your prayers. Yeah, we we cover <laughs> the prayers
0: in those moments. Yes,
1: so so anything that, that resonates, I'm um, in your heart, and it, you know, and and Craig and I are both musicians. I was a vocal minor, and Greg was uh, all kinds of instruments. I don't even know how many instruments you play. A ton. More than one. More than I mean, like, a lot of different instruments, too. It's not just like they're I, yeah. all horns. I, enj- it's, I, <laughs> I enjoy it. I enjoy music. Yeah, it's it's amazing. But something we both learned separately in our, in our professional music careers, or time in school and whatnot, uh, was that buildings will have a resonance. And there are some notes that you'll sing, and you'll get overtones.
0: Sympathetic resonance. Yeah, you'll get
1: sympathetic resonance in the building. So like you'll be singing, like a whole choir will be singing one note, and then you'll hear like the fifth or the third above that note resonating in the building. And it's just fascinating to me. And the Lord showed me one time that that's kind of what happens in our spirits when we start either engaging it with something that, that resonates with the Holy Spirit, with what He wants for us, or that has to do with our gift, it'll start to resonate in us, and it'll start making us excited. We'll, we'll, we'll get some excitement going. So those are um, indications of maybe uh, an area where we can really refine our praying and really be believing God for amazing things and and, and outpourings in our, in our lives and in the lives of those around us. Yeah. I, I pay attention to those kind of things.
0: So... What's a good way for, I mean, I know kind of some of the way I organize my prayer list. Is mm-hmm. there any way that, like, when you do decide to create a list, mm-hmm. um, is there any tools or techniques that you use to help yourself?
1: Well, um, I, like I said, I start with small, and then I move out, like, in circles, mm-hmm. and um, and sometimes... Um, what,
0: what about like, I mean, I, I know we talked about your spiral notebooks and stuff. So mm-hmm. Do you do anything else? Do you, I know for a while we had, a, uh, we used dry erase boards.
1: Yeah, we do. That, that, that is something. And I'm glad you brought that up because that really um, helped us to start refining our corporate prayer life because before that house that Greg had mentioned, we had never really prayed together at all.
0: Yeah. I don't don't, don't really know why. I think we were just busy.
1: I guess we were busy. We had a baby and we were still pretty young. And honestly, it's because part of it was because we'd never been taught uh, that we could actually pray for specific things. Yeah. I know that from, I can't believe that I was 26 and I, and that was like a novel idea for me to actually pray for my needs to be met, but it never crossed my mind. It was like, we do stuff for God. God doesn't do stuff for us. Yeah. But sent He sent Jesus. Was, but that it was, was it. <laughs> it
0: was almost like a. It was an afterthought.
1: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's weird. But uh, so at, during that during that season, we started uh, with a big dry erase board, and we had a custom scriptures up there that were the basis for our prayers. And we had a list of like two or three, just two or three things that yeah. we were asking God to help us with. You know, so that dry erase board, and we still have dry erase boards. I'm looking at two of them right now, and they are filled with. Uh, action plans and minister our pray prayer points. Yeah, I mean
0: things we're looking for God to help us with.
1: Yeah, things that we can't do ourselves. Yes. You know, and, and that's almost that's almost kind of a requisite yeah. to go on a prayer list. It has to be something that we can't do ourselves because if you could do it yourself, you probably should be.
0: Now, another thing, <laughs> another thing that yeah, another thing that we've done is um, we would make uh, we so we would actually type up a prayer list. Yeah, like we would you know open up Microsoft Word or Word Processor yeah. and type up prayer list. And print it off, yeah, and 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 pray over it, yeah. And uh, I can't tell you how many times we have done that, and then uh, maybe lose that piece of paper, sure. And then six months, a year, eighteen months later, we'll find it, and then you would not believe how many things that were on that list are done.
1: Yes, and it wasn't, and some of them we had forgotten.
0: Yeah, what we're was like, on oh there. yeah, we want we wanted this to happen. Yes, or or, or we were praying for so and so, or. Or you know we we had so we had a financial need and 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 it was met and it was yeah. it's so encouraging I kid you not that that we have that has happened to us no less than ten times
1: yeah I was gonna say at least half a dozen yeah <laughs>
0: and and it's super encouraging it and is. so we we rea- we really do recommend that you at least make up a pr- uh, a list of of these really large big items yeah and uh, put them on a list and and pray and just and say God I'm bringing this list to you. And uh, I know and trust you, God, that you're going to bring to me what you want me to have, but I'm still going to ask.
1: Absolutely. And you know, something else I want to encourage you, because I have heard people say, well, start off with praying for little things and don't pray for big things. You know, you got to build up to those things. But sometimes you're in a really dire need and you need big things now. Yeah. So, and Jesus said that all you have to do is have the, the face of a must the size of a mustard seed, and you can say this mountain be cast into the sea. So I don't want you to limit what you're going to pray for, because just the, I mean, I'm looking at the first three things we had. We had, uh, we only had two things on our prayer list. Oh,
0: wow. You've got a picture of that. I have dry a picture of
1: that first dry erase board. So
0: one of the things that we've done that Sharon did, I'm going to give her the credit, um, <laughs> is that we started collecting, um, memorabilia around the things that God the would testimony. do the testimonies mm-hmm. and we started putting them in a photo album mm-hmm. and uh, we call it the glory book and we uh, and it's and it's a it's just a, a regular old photo album that you can get at Walgreens but we started filling it with little pieces of paper and, and and uh and pictures from things that God did where we wanted to make sure that we say hey look God did this
1: yes and it, this was our this was our hey, you know what? God did these things, and and no one can tell us that He didn't because we have the proof. And and the first things that we ever put on our prayer list were a house and another car. Yeah. So you don't have to start small.
0: Yeah, I mean when you're when, <laughs> when you're making twenty nine thousand a year, and you need a house and a car, that's that's a lot.
1: Yeah, I don't even I don't even know that you were making that much. Uh, I. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I don't remember.
0: <laughs> I think like it was twenty
1: five, maybe. It was, I don't remember. Well, it was around
0: there, right? Yeah. And the, again, this is like ninety, ninety five.
1: Yeah, 95. so you 96. know, I mean,
0: it was a little more than it is now, but you yeah. know, uh, back then, I mean, we, our, the, I was just again, I was not in faith, faith man, right, faith bed. <laughs> I was not that guy, and I was just glad if we didn't go in the red. Yeah, you know, uh, and, and that's there just, were
1: many months we did. Yeah,
0: and and that was that was where I was, right? Sure. But you were you you had been responding to what God was teaching you about faith and and getting in faith and trusting Him for more.
1: Well, you, because you had been working full time and had been allowed me to stay home, then I could spend my time reading Kenneth Hagin, yeah. <laughs> which is what I was like, oh, this is cool. Let's try this. Yeah. This is this sounds good. We need this. Yes,
0: <laughs> Kenneth Hagin is a wonderful author.
1: Yeah, and so we've got and and those two things God answered within. I would say within six months. Yeah, we had a house, like, like that we told you about, and then someone came up and said, "Hey, we want to buy you a car. Do you know what you want?" Yeah, and uh we were like, "Yeah, we do actually." And so, anyway, so so we've got this glory book, and it and it covers about t- ten or fifteen years. Yeah, of of just answered mirror mirror I mean, bona fide miracles from healings. That, uh, and... Financial
0: needs. Financial,
1: amazing Material financial, needs. I yes. mean...
0: Uh, yeah, physical needs, healings.
1: Yeah. Appliances. Um, yeah. Cars, houses.
0: So many things. And so many things that, you know, some people, and they mean well, but they, they say that these things don't happen anymore. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, they mean well, and it's, I think they're trying to save people from disappointment. They don't understand, really what they're doing is they're harpooning their faith. Yeah. And, and they, they mean well, but they're, they're not actually helping no. And uh and that's where Sharon and I, again, that's one of our, our callings in life is to help you to know better. Take you know? hold
1: of everything that yeah. belongs to you in Christ. So that
0: you can have God's best for your life. And that's why we that's why it's, our website is God'sdesbest dot com and, and you'll you can read more about us there if you haven't seen more about that or or checked out our site.
1: Absolutely. So um I guess to wrap it up, I just want to encourage people to 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 dream big you know give god an opportunity it says not to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond what we can all, what all we can ask or think well if you're just asking god for some you know oh lord if i could just have a pack of gum today i mean that's not really giving him a lot to go beyond
0: i think i think really we can we can we can turn it around and we can say don't be afraid don't be afraid to ask yeah don't be afraid to trust because the 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 way it works is you have to get over the idea of asking in the first place and then you have to put your hope in it the bible says that that hope is the fuel for faith and faith is basically believing that god will do what he said he will do in his word so obviously getting in the in the scripture is a very good idea right and and so hope is that you will believe and trust that that it's real and that God is real and that he cares and he hears you and that and when you pray he hears you. You know, yeah. Jesus said that, "Father, I thank you that when I pray you hear me." And you know, and because we're Christians, it's the same way with us. Yeah. You know, that when we pray our heavenly Father, our loving heavenly Father hears us. And you know, and the Bible says if we pray anything in his name, you know, and if we have the faith of a mustard seed that we can pray anything and he mm-hmm. will do it. Well, and man. and th- these are not my words. These words are in red. Right? So it's just one of those things where we really want you to 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 know and believe that what God says is true and you can lean on it.
1: Right. I mean it goes right back into John 15:7 and 8. It says if you abide in me and my words abide in you, which is just what you were saying, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My father's glorified by this that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples.
0: Yeah, and and trust me when when God shows up and does something that you couldn't do, the natural thing is for you to give him the glory. Yeah. After a while you're like, "Well, you know what? I didn't do that. God did this." And yeah. you know, and that that further's the gospel. And yeah. that that further's Jesus and why he came. Yeah. You know, and 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 making him famous. Yeah. And and that's that's why we're here. We're here to know him and make him famous.
1: Right. And I I want all of our lives to so reflect the goodness of God that the world is crazy not to believe that He exists and that He loves us and that He's good. That it, 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 it makes more sense for them to believe that God is real because of what they see in your life.
0: Yeah. You are uh, a shining example of the goodness of God, and you cannot be that if you're going to turn off the spigot of what God wants to do in your life. And sometimes... He wants to do something above and beyond what you can ask or think.
1: Amen. Thank you for spending some time with us today. We hope that you've enjoyed what we've shared with you and we hope that you've been encouraged. If you have and, and you want to share this podcast, that would be a blessing to your friends and to us. And if you would go to the the store that you got your podcast from and rate it. That would also help other people to be exposed to uh, this podcast and, and hopefully also be encouraged. We also have a website uh, gods-best.com where you can find even more encouragement in your walk with Jesus and learn even more about who you are in Him and what He is for you. And uh, if you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And you know what? Shoot us over a, an email and, and say hi and If you have any questions, we we love to um, engage people on Facebook and even on Instagram and uh, on our website. If you want to ask us any questions, feel free. We'll be glad to help you. Take care.